0: Uh, see, and we are live. Yeah. Here we go I again. Screwed
1: up again. You know, what? I That's can't right. wait for the end of 21, 2021. 2021? Yeah. yeah so we can talk about the bloopers, or the screw ups that we've done because I screw yeah. up this year. I think more we, than last year. <laughs> we're not, we're not and even we're through not, January. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you've, uh, you've hit, not hit that record button quite often so far, but Hey, before we get started with the takeaway, um, the roll slash belt. Go there, take a survey, do you wash your belt, and you are automatically enrolled uh, to win a free Fuji Ghee. So um, super cool, super easy, and uh, who doesn't need more gis hanging in their closet? It's free. I mean, if you that's have to pay for it, that's a
1: different conversation, but it's free and it's high quality. Anyhow, go get yourself a free gi or enter into the... Um, into the tally that we like the cool stuff is that we keep actually the results of the votes on the mm-hmm. website. Yes, so um, go and check it out. I keep an eye on it and every week it keeps changing. It's interesting how it sways one and the other way. Um, all of our guests and the listeners, um, all the votes are there. So go, uh, go to the site. What's the link again, Gary,
0: the dot radio.com slash belt. All right.
1: All right. Let's talk about Rafael Costa, um, the ta- takeaway from conversation with him. What an interesting, what an interesting personality. Um, mm-hmm. I've personally met Rafael, uh, well, let's see, about 10 years ago mm-hmm. um, at the tournament. <laughs> at the tournament. I had a pleasure to face him. Uh, at the IBJJF, at the that was at the brown belt. Brown uh-huh. we were brown belts we belt back then. And what a tough dude! What a tough dude! But he talks about—he must have um, been
0: like a, a teenager back then. No, I don't think he was teenager. Well, I'm guessing by your age, he must have been. He had to have been. No, I think he was in his twenties. I'm making old jokes about you. That's
1: oh well. Listen, it wasn't funny. I didn't get it. It wasn't funny. Nobody <laughs> because laughing. you're so
0: old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. That's no, all that but, matters.
1: No, but I do remember that. Um, you know, I don't know how old he was, but I was. Uh, I wasn't. I was masters, and I competed at adults. Mm-hmm. That that tournament, and um, yeah, he gave me a run for the money. That's for sure. The uh, but what's interesting about a conversation with him, he talks about different opportunities to learn he talks about his life obviously but um it, it kind of shifts in this um interesting topic of how people learn today and how they used to learn way back when he was starting jiu-jitsu and he played soccer if you um uh, if you don't know who rafael is he used to play soccer almost professionally
0: all right or was it professionally
1: he was yeah, on his was way to
0: pro right it was it was pros but it was like the minor leagues uh over in Europe. So yeah, but it was definitely pro. He he was paid. He was a paid professional soccer player. Yeah. Yeah. And then he switches to jujitsu. Interesting. What what's your
1: take on the opportunities to learn? Um jiu jitsu or non jiu-jitsu, just in general, you know, how do you structure your learning curve?
0: Um it depends on what what I'm learning and why I'm what I'm learning it for you know, uh, the importance of it, I guess, if it's something that I'm learning just for fun, it's, it's no big deal. Uh, that's going to be drastically different than if it's something that I I'm taking more seriously or feel is real important. Um, but I think, you know, some of the things he talked about, um, really hit home because, uh, you know, in the past year, um, I think my, my training has changed quite a bit. And the things he was talking about was like taking advantage of of all the opportunities you have uh, and keeping those uh, opportunities separate and using them specifically, strategically, uh, you know, and that's everything from, you know, drilling um, private lessons, group classes um, and, uh, and, and other things uh, and and incorporating them all in strategically into what you're learning. Yeah. And I
1: think that's the, it, 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 you, you hit a right nail right there, right, right on the head, right? It's like, if you last year, 2020 sucked, let's just be honest. And I, especially if you're in jujitsu doing jujitsu, if, you know, if that's part of your passion or even maybe a profession has sucked, whether, you know, gym or academy where you trained, likely it was closed, even if it was open, it's very limited. You know, your half of your training partners might be gone, Uh, You know, very difficult circumstances, you know, and I think it is so easy for us to give up in a sense of, yeah, there's no point. Mm -hmm. There's just no point. I used to train six times a week, twice a day. You know, I used to be in shape and the whole, all of this. And now, boom, I, I, you know, I can only train twice or maybe once or maybe three times. Whatever the case is, there's significantly lower percentage of training opportunities, you know, if you can train at all. Um, And it's so easy to give up. And I think what Rafael, his approach, and I completely agree with this, it it is finding a strategic ways um, to improve Mm -hmm. with the lower volume of what you're trying to achieve. Whether it's jujitsu or something else, it doesn't really matter. It's just just mechanics, I think, or uh, principles of learning, right? I mean, you... We have so many ways of learning today. Um, And he did talk about that too, Uh, you know, way back 20 years ago when I was starting. There was no Jiu-Jitsu. There there was no YouTube, I'm sorry. There Mm -hmm. there was a couple of books and, you know, you can read them only so much. Everything was – your entire learning curve was taking place on the mat, essentially.
0: Yeah. You had some VHS videos and then you were on the mat. Um, and I think what, you know, what's interesting about somebody like uh, Rafael is if you look at the level he's at right now, uh, teaching at an amazing, one of the, you know, the most well-respected largest academies uh, possibly in the world. Uh, and then he's got his own place too. Um, but he he is still going on Instagram. He's still going on YouTube to find people that he respects and, and to learn from them. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Things have definitely changed, but somebody like Raphael has changed with it. Uh, he didn't He didn't stop when he got his black belt or, you know, um, he knows that there's still a lot of stuff out there for him to learn. Well,
1: it's not only that, it, you know, it, first of all, you know, as black belts or as a higher, you know, deeper into the journey you are, more you understand that this is ongoing ongoing process. You know, if, even if you inquire a, a, a large amount of knowledge at this point and you have some experience and and you have opportunities to teach, you still should continue exploring and evolving your jiu-jitsu. I mean, that's, uh, in my opinion, an unquestionable fact. Um, but I think beyond all of this, what, what's interesting is that, um, you know, f- for individuals who are not at that level, who are just starting the journey, you know, with a white or blue or purple belt maybe, it is difficult to fulfill that need to be on the map, be at the academy, continue learning, especially when the obstacles arise, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, COVID could be one of them, but injuries could be another one as a, that's a big obstacle, you know, and finding ways how you can continue stimulating yourself and continue learning. It, it is very important. And, and very often those strategies, those alternative strategies are very different to what you're used to. And by not, they might not seem like you're making any progress, but I think it's important to, um, venture into things like, um, well, let's talk about that for a moment, you know, opportunities to train. How do you, you know, what kind of opportunities do we have to train? Right. I mean, we obviously have classes, right? Normal, normal standard classes. Then there was a sparring sessions, right? Yep. Um, drilling, uh,
0: drilling sessions, drilling sessions,
1: Private lessons, yeah. right? Private, semi-private lessons, or small groups, a little bit more focus. Uh, then we have seminars, yep. right? Seminars or workshops, you know, slightly, slightly different um, platform, similar to class but slightly different. What else do we have?
0: Is there anything else? Well, I mean, and then outside the the academy, you know, you've got your your YouTube, your Instagram, all that stuff, instructional videos, you know, right? A little bit more strategic
1: learning um you know maybe, maybe not necessarily being able to practice them hands-on but you can visually learn mm-hmm. um, and then we're like watching matches even competition matches right you can watch the competitors that you like to follow and see what they do and all that all of that so we mentioned what six seven eight of them mm-hmm. different ways and and some of them are not accessible to everybody. Let's be honest about this. Private lessons sometimes are not cheap, you know, and that is is a financial investment on, you know, on the part of the student, you know, same, similar with seminars, you know, mm-hmm. but but at the same time, you know, like I'll, you know, I'll argue that a little bit because we will go to dinner with our family. And, and I'm not telling anybody not to go to dinner with family. But I'm saying sometimes <laughs> okay. we are a little bit, you know, our wallets well, are a little light when we go to these things. You know, and mm-hmm. you know we drop significant amount of money, and then like the question is, where well, those, where, those where funds go? Right? What's the priority? Right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. like, there, there are some students that I know that, you know, they don't care about dinners, they don't care about buying fancy clothes or shoes or watches or other things, and they redirect their money into their own education in jujitsu. Right. And I'm not saying that ever, I'm not saying that that's for everybody, but there was this happy balance somewhere where you can benefit from most of these mediums
0: or most of these vehicles to learn.
1: Right. And more of them, you dip into more. You're going to benefit.
0: Yeah. If you do it right. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. there is a chance there's definitely potential for overload. Um, But uh, yeah, it's about your priorities. And do you want, you know, how dedicated you are to, to learning jujitsu. Um, And that doesn't, you know, just because somebody's more dedicated or or it looks that way, doesn't mean what you're doing is, is a negative. Uh, That's just what you're looking to get out of it. Right. Um, And I think that uh, when you have all these opportunities, you should really, you know, we talked about strategy before. You should really look at them as a group and then start trying to pick out what works for you you know, sample a little bit of everything, Mm -hmm. um, and then figure out what works for you. And then that's what you continue with. You know, I know for me, I go to, and and this is, I think this is for like, I would say 75% of the population, uh, you go to a jujitsu seminar and it's like, you know, especially if it's like a two hour seminar, you know, 30 minutes in, you're like, yeah, this is great. I'm learning so much. And then after, you know, an hour and 45 minutes, you're like, I forgot everything. Oh, I, don't, my God. I don't know what what's going on. What happened to me today? I can't um, stress this enough. Make
1: notes. Yeah. Make notes. Like I, it's just like for me, it's like pounding at that horse by now. Make notes. Every jujitsu student should have a notebook. average whatever even if you write down two words per instruction those Mm -hmm. are key words they're going to bring back the the key components of what you did of what you are doing at that moment right it is so important and then if those seminars are recorded oh my god you should be watching them and analyzing them literally weeks following that event like it is so important yeah, and attention. even if, you're,
0: if you can't, if you didn't bring a notebook or the things aren't being recorded, just try and take away one thing that you didn't mm-hmm. know before, you know, and, and put that in your back pocket. Uh, and, 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 you know, learn from that, learn off of that. You're going to figure out why it's so important.
1: But. So here's what I used to do, or what we used to do with my training partners back in the day. You know, we always paired up like either three or four guys that we were at the seminars, and each of us was trying to remember one technique. You know and hopefully we always took away more than that but the point was that we were focusing on one and then for weeks following that event we literally we got back together and everybody was trying to recreate the scenarios with the hope <laughs> of maximizing our our takeaway i mean that that's uh-huh. that's what we were doing now you know way back in the day you know in the white belt and blue belt age you know we we messed up more than we learned, but yeah, I'm just, thinking that'd it, be too
0: much pressure for them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it is, it's it's a strategic approach, right? It's it's all about maximizing maximizing your return, essentially, a return on investments, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you it's like you you have these opportunities to not only meet these instructors at the events, but also, you know, what I mean? Are you there for social for so, social stimulation? If you know, or you're really there to learn something from? from, from that individual. So I think seminars are great. I mean, I, 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 I love, I'm a huge fan of seminars. Um, as long as you have strategic approach to, to really learn something from them, you know?
0: Yeah, I think so. And I, even if it's stuff that's, you know, you go to a seminar and you know, you're a white belt and it's some crazy, you know, X guard thing. Um, there's still going to be something you can take away from it. And then, you know, down the road, when X does come back into your life, you're going to be like, Oh, okay. I remember this from, you know, a year ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and incorporate it, you know?
1: Oh, uh, you have no idea how many times that happened to me. Like it's it just, it, it's so true. Like a year or two, or even five years later, you're like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I remember this. Boom. Light bulb, light bulb goes off.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And there's always, uh, I don't think that that ever changes or stops. If you approach things with an open mind, um, I, this is going to kind of backtrack a little bit, but, you know, talking to Raphael, you know, he's, this is COVID hits. This guy's a high level competitor. You know, he gets a couple competitions in uh, in the beginning of 2020 and then COVID hits and everything gets shut down. And he looks at it as an opportunity uh to train harder. Cause he knows that, you know, he's thinking later in the year, the end of the year, there's going to be more tournaments and I'm not going to try, you know, when they announce the tournaments, that's not when I'm going to start training for them. I'm training for them now. And what did he do is, you know, he went back and looked at stuff. Um, you know, he's got some amazing people that he trains with, uh, that he was like, you know what, Let's keep it small. Let's keep it safe. Let's keep working together. Let's keep training. Let's keep learning uh, so that when things open back up, you know, we could even be ahead of the game a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's important, too, is that with all these different setbacks that you talked about, you know, um, you can still find ways to improve no matter what. You know, not just talking about jujitsu, but anytime there's a setback, there's a way around it. You know, there's a way over it to figure out a way uh, in which you can improve and you can learn. Uh, there's no reason yeah. to stop.
1: Yeah, I had. Um, I just uh, a story came to my mind. This was probably ten, ten years ago or so. Uh, a good, a friend of mine, um, from jujitsu. Um, had a shoulder injury and he ended up having a, a surgery on the shoulder and as you can imagine he's done i mean he, I, I don't know I remember how how long he was out for but i think mm-hmm. it was four to six months done no jiu-jitsu so um but here's the interesting part you saw him at the gym in a cast yeah. every single day and what was he doing he was doing leg exercises leg drills i, I mean Anything from squats to, to, to presses, to, to even circles, to single legs. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, 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 like he was there every single day, just working at, because he, (laughs) and like once I asked him, like, what are you doing? I would just go home. And he goes like, no, dude, I'm going to come back. This is, this is, this is going to be much easier. I don't have to do this anymore. I'm going to be done with this. Mm -hmm. Now I can focus on the other side. So, I mean, that talk about strategic approach.
0: Yeah, he adapted, right? He couldn't do one thing, so he did something else uh, and probably, you know, is now way better at those particular things than he was, Mm -hmm. you know, prior to his injury. So he didn't let it hold him back and he kept learning the whole time. Uh, It's important. You know, I when I first started three months into it, you know, I hurt my knee and uh, I knew that if I didn't keep coming, you know, to the gym just to sit and watch, take notes um, and keep learning that I probably quit you know, cause it was so early in, uh, and, uh, and I did, and I can, and I kept learning the whole time too. And, uh, you know, I feel like anytime, you know, I, I've had a couple other injuries since then they've been, you know, nothing serious. Um, but they keep you off the mat for a week or two or even three and, uh, you know, keep, just keep going and sitting on the edge of the mat, take some notes, You can keep learning. You might, and you learn different things. It's a different perspective. Uh, You know, those same things that, you know, you talked about watching matches. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got one right in front of you, right? And sit down, watch, learn what people are doing. You might even see, oh, that's the guy that, you know, used to put the hammer to me all the time. And now I see how, you know, I Mm -hmm. just learned a little something and I'm going to, I'm going to tuck that away and use it later. So, yeah, there's no reason to stop. As long as you're smart about it. Oh, that leaves me out then. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I take back everything I said. This is a perfect moment to end this, right? There. <laughs> Listen, the,
1: the bottom line is this: obstacles will always arise. I mean, I, I mean, the, if you're listening to this, and you're thinking your know, journey is smooth and nothing will ever happen, and you're gonna have no injuries. Maybe so, but there will be other things in your life that will gonna stop you or could give you a reason not to show up, not to come. The point is we have to continue working around it and we have to find ways to, you know, continue this. It's just like education. It's just like anything else. You can find other ways to get better while you are unable to do what you do every single day. And then once you're back, boom, you didn't skip a beat, right? So Yeah, and be apply smart. It to, I can't be smart,
0: apply it to the other aspects of your life. It doesn't have to pertain to just on the mat, uh, you know, whether it's, Anything. Learning how to be a better parent. Learning how to be a cook. Learning how to be better at whatever your particular job is. Um, you know, there's always room for improvement, and uh, and there's always a way to improve. Nobody knows everything about anything. Nobody.
1: Couldn't I give you more. We All
0: got right. some
1: awesome guests lined up in the very near future. I'm excited about this. So um, obviously, we won't tell you who it is you have
0: to turn. no keep listening uh keep listening and keep listening for that fuji giveaway uh it's coming the first one's coming up like we said uh check it out it's uh the roll slash belt uh super easy um and uh, you're gonna look sharp in your brand new fuji key <laughs> <laughs> right for the new year
1: that's it that's it all right all right are we out of here? To the next one
0: all right sir i'll see you peace all right later
1: thank you for listening to roll radio